Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Rich Lee, co-editor of Tap Into Greater Olean, and I'm here today with Ann Lee, the other co-editor of Tap Into Greater Olean, and it's a few hours left in 2019, so we thought we would use the time to kind of take a look back at um, how Tap Into Greater Olean did in 2019 and what we did, and uh, I think in general, we're feeling pretty good about the website and what we accomplished in 2019. Yes, I would say it was very rewarding to watch our students take charge to come up with story ideas, do good work. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can measure success, and like I'm always looking at, you know, web traffic numbers, and certainly by that means it was um, by far our most successful year. Looking at, um, you know, again with just a few hours left in the year. You know, we've attracted um, nearly 200,000 um, page views, 192,000. Uh, we had, um, you know, every month this year, we had at least 10,000 page views, which, you know, prior to this year, this is our fourth year with Tap Into. Um, we only had like four or five, um, you know, months with, with that many page views. But, you know, those are just numbers. And, and like you said, I think the real success is what we saw in the students this year. Um, you want to talk about some of those things that, you know, we you know, really stood out in our minds? Well, going back a year, we had a student who's a senior now who's no longer part of the TAP staff, but certainly supportive, um, who drove from his home in Binghamton up to Syracuse to watch Bonaventure play the Syracuse game. Um, and then in March, when the A-10s came along, he went with his dad, got a hotel room in Brooklyn, and covered all three games. And that meant not only doing stories, but he also, you know, in the, you know, uh, taped himself that we, we used video feed from him from the A-10s. It was a lot of work. Yeah, and I think that really set the tone for what we were able to accomplish later in the year when the current basketball season started. You know, we had a game in Toronto, and um, – Cameron Hurst um, covered it for us, but he was joined by you know, two other students from the class, um, Jeff Levino and um, Mike Hogan, who, you know, even though they weren't there covering it for a task, they, you know, contributed. And, and they did video the same way that, you know, Dave Malchak had done earlier in the year. And we had a system down where they would get to the games, you know, they would shoot a pregame video, uh, an update at halftime, a postgame video, and then do the game story. So we're able to get a lot of information out in different formats and get it out quickly. And one of the things that I think developed towards the end of the semester was we were using that process not just for basketball, but when we had what is probably the story that, you know, was the biggest story of the year, that double homicide in Clarksville, you know, our, our students went out there and, you know, did video um, from the courthouse and, and from the state police press conferences. So we were able to, um, you know, get that information out there quickly, get it out in a somewhat different format. And, again, you know, we always stressed the writing. It wasn't the only format. The stories were really what told the written stories were what told the complete story. But, you know, we were able to, to get the pictures out there as well. And we did something that we hadn't done before. We we actually uh, ran a debate between the two candidates to the who had to fill a Senate seat in New York State. Um, when Kathy Young, uh, the local senator from Olean, left the job for a position with the state, and one of our students, Cameron Hurst, and Rich hosted the debate. 
um, were as we moderated the debate, and um, we did it in cooperation with um, uh, SBU TV. Yeah, we had talked about how, um, again, something which was uh, maybe not completely new, but we did more of it this year was collaboration. You know, we talked about how, uh, you know, Mike and Jeff weren't at that basketball game for tap into. You know, Jeff was there for the Intrepid, Mike for the BV. You know, they all kind of worked together. And the same way with this debate, we, you know, collaborated with SBUTV. We were able to put the debate on live. It was well received. I know the candidates liked it. We got you know, positive feedback from the public. And, you know, we were so excited about it, we decided to try it again, not so much a debate, but we did a live broadcast on election night. If you remember, you know, we went live an hour after the polls closed, and we were worried if we would have any results. And the students really came through. We had, you know, not every result, but we had a lot of information to report. So people in a greater only in area were able to see that or listen. And actually, they did see it and get their results from just logging on online. And another member of the class joined that broadcast team, um, Lane, Lane did, and that was really nice to have a woman up there. Yes, that was great. And maybe since she mentioned Lane, you know, we should talk about like, Lane and Jeff Rubino and what they're going to be doing. I guess they, their work actually starts this coming semester. Yes, um, we are proud to say that they are both recipients of News 21 scholarships. Um, which will mean that for the summer, they will be reporting out of the University of Arizona's program. Uh, this is the fifth year in a row we have students going, but we've never had two going. And I should mention Lane's last name, which is Dow Dow. I think I said it right. Um, but this is a big deal. And uh, during our classroom sessions one day a week, they're actually going to be attending class online um, for News 21. Uh, but we know them well. We know that they'll keep up with their classwork, too, for us. So um, it, it's a big deal. Yeah, and we're proud of them. We're also proud of the fact that, you know, we had mentioned we've had five Bonaventure students the last five years, and all of them have been in the journalist workshop class that, um, you know, produces TAP Integrator only. And so, um, I, yeah, I think the experience they're getting in TAP into is paying off for them. And you know, as I said before, we encourage our students to find stories and to highlight the local community. And one of the stories that got a lot of attention um, was one on a barber shop in Olean of the Hall of Fame, which our student Sam Hepling did. And, you know, again, you don't dream up double homicides like happened in Clarksville and debates for um, open Senate seats just come along. But these other entities exist, and when our students find them and highlight them, we feel like we've accomplished our job. Yeah, and I think in our own careers, we tell us to the students that the stories we enjoyed writing the most were the ones where we came up with um, our own ideas. And we had a number of examples of that, but the one you mentioned, uh, which Sam Hefling did on the barbershop was something I think he knew the barbershop, probably got his haircut there and, and said, you know, this is really more than a barbershop. People come there, they have conversations, they bond. And, you know, he did what we always asked students to do. It was not a one source story. He, he talked with the man who ran the barbershop. He talked with customers and, um, you know, you really got a sense of what that place was like and how it was really more than a barbershop from some story. And since 2000, 
since the summer of 2016, um, Rich and I have been with St. Bonaventure's Oxford program for seven weeks in Oxford, and um, we've been able to uh, involve the students in covering Olean from England. And uh, this year, more than more so than in past years, we had three or four students who contributed a lot. One student who was um, had one more semester left at St. Bonaventure started covering the Oilers for us from his home in Rochester in the early part of the summer, um, made it down to a game or two with his dad, and then finished the season covering it from Oxford uh, because, you know, he had you know, he listened to the he listened to the uh, the broadcast. He listened. You know, he he read the online stories, but he really got a feel for covering baseball, yeah, which and, he liked anyhow. Yeah, and you know, Jared Levy, who did that, you know, also wrote a feature or two about the team. I think he interviewed a couple of players at different times, and uh, I know he he also promised to do a preview on next season for us, which hopefully we'll have sometime uh, over the winter break. But let's talk about you know some of the big stories. Last you know we talked about the Clarksville double homicide, which you know was something again that you know everybody chipped in on you know kind of dropped what they were doing and we knew this was an important story. But you know and we talked about the election, which was something we covered back from the time when Kathy Young first announced her resignation in the spring, all the way through the primary and the debate. But um, and why don't you talk about what the students did with um, the bishop's resignation because they really broke some stories and got some information that other news outlets didn't have. And this goes back to the spring. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, it's, you see the dedication here. Um, Cameron Hurst, who became our main person covering this story, was at his uh, junior prom. And another student, then a freshman, Megan Hall, just basically said, let me do it for you, you know, which was, you know, that was, that, that, that was a big deal. Um, so as the, as the month progressed, the bishop said he wasn't resigning. Other people, including St. Bonaventure's um, president, Dr. Dennis Shapiro, called for his resignation. Um, but the, uh, oh, the first week of December, the bishop actually did announce his resignation. And uh, Cam and Megan got up early in the morning and drove to Buffalo and were part of the press corps that reported on it. Yeah, and I think if we had to give one something that just exemplifies the dedication of the students, remember, you know, we woke up that morning, there was a text from Cam, which I think he sent shortly after 6 a.m., um, and he had gotten word from, you know, across the ocean that the time was, you know, later in the day, you know, saying the bishop is going to resign today. I'll have a story for you in 45 minutes, and he did. And we had our story posted, you know, in the morning there again before a lot of the other news outlets. And you know, Cam had made some contacts and he got some information and some quotes from you know that other people didn't have or wouldn't get till later in the day. So, um, just looking at you know some of the other stories that, that drew traffic, and obviously the police stories, even the little police stories, um, you know, get a lot of traffic. People read them and read them, and I think it's important, especially ones that warn people about a danger in their area. Um, but um, some of the, you know the other stories. Um, let's see here, um, Studio Four in Allegheny, which for a long time had been producing you know, T-shirts and other apparel for St. Bonaventure. There was some sort of uh, 
controversy or something happened, they can no longer do it. You know, that got a lot of traffic, as did um, the story about the housing situation in Allegheny, which, and again, that's one which Patrick McCormick came up with the idea himself. He said, look, there's something going on here. And there was, you know, what he eventually determined was kind of a misunderstanding between um, the community and the university community. And, you know, that is still an ongoing issue. That was about a moratorium put on converting single homes into multi um multi-home units for college students. Yeah. And the, we do a series called Meet the Leaders, um, and they always seem to get a lot of traffic because they're about people in the community. One of the ones that um, one of our students did on the photographer, Craig Melvin, you know, was one of the more, most popular ones. You want to talk about it, sir, that uh, Don Lovato did? It was a fun uh, So Craig Melvin is local to the, to the Olean area. Um, he's the photographer for the Buffalo Bills. He photographs wrestling around the world, correct? Yes. And um, Dom had done the feature story, and um, another student um, photographed it. Um, and that got a lot of hits. First of all, Craig's a talented photographer. He's also a well-respected local guy. And the story was fun to read, and it was also – the pictures were fun just watching – seeing the pictures of him taking pictures at about a basketball game and then knowing that one of his students was photographing him at work. Yeah, that was, and one of the things that I know I discovered, you know, in the comments to that story was like, we know Craig, as you said, as photographer at Monaventure, photographer for the Bills and wrestling, but over the years he had taken pictures of different Little League teams and high school teams. And so many people, you know, commented on how he took their picture and he was so nice to work with and, and things like that. Um, one of the other stories, you know, I guess going back to the spring, was one that, uh, you know, Donnie Moffitt wrote about us. You know, Donnie was a baseball player and, you know, kind of took a liking to this story uh, about a softball player at Allegheny Limestone High School, um, Kirsten Foster, who, you know, was selected to play for America's team, which is an affiliate of the uh, American Council for International Studies. She's actually going to play, represent the U.S. in France this summer. And, you know, he, you know, spoke with her um, about, you know, playing softball, about this, you know, special, you know, honor going up to a really competitive level. And that story, as we look at, you know, what stories drew traffic over 2019, that was right at the top of some of these other ones. And we had another series of short stories on um, the Portville girls' volleyball team that um, came, that won tournament after tournament and ended up going to the state finals. Uh, that was in December or the end of November. Yeah, I think those. Yeah, those. You know, they unfortunately they didn't win, but people followed that closely, and you know, we had the updates. You know, pretty much with every game about their progress. So that they, uh, I guess, over the years had one of the more successful girls volleyball teams in, in the area. You know, they won a couple of championships, even though they didn't really ever do that this year. Um, but why don't we just you know wrap up and looking at our list here? And one of the other, you know, basketball obviously is something that always draws a lot of traffic. And you know, this past year, um, Jalen Adams has been um, drafted, or not drafted, but signed a contract with Atlanta. Hawks. He was going back and forth between the Hawks and their G League team in Jamestown. Uh, a lot of people followed that closely. And, you know, one of our current students, you know, Mike Hogan, is going to, you know, he's scheduled to talk with Jalen, you know, in a week or two for an update. So we'll look forward to that in 2019. 
And, you know, maybe before we close, I mean, what are you looking forward to in 2020? More of the same and better? Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. I mean, as we were talking before we started the podcast, you know, we talked about what we did that's new. And we did a couple of things that new, that were new. But I think, you know, our, when we reflect on 2019, we did what we had been doing for a long time, but, you know, did it better. And that's, you know, really a tribute to the students and the work and dedication that they bring to tap into greater land. Absolutely. Okay. Well, with that, we'll close um, today's podcast. Wish everyone a happy new year, and we'll be back on with more podcasts in 2020. Oh, and you can look for coverage of the OEN Council um, meeting on um, Tuesday night and the Mayor's State of City Address. One of our students is local enough to actually go cover it. The last couple of years, Rich and I have done it together, but now a student is taking that job from us, and we couldn't be happier. Uh, yep, so that's on January 2nd. and. You know, we do keep TAP Integrated OEN updated all once a year. So um, that story and others, you know, you'll be seeing um, over the next couple of weeks. And then when the students come back, we'll be back to full staff. So once again, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for supporting TAP Integrated OEN during 2019. And have a great 2020. Thank you. I think that was it.